come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And hey, before we go any further, let's give a shout out, a love to all the moms out there. Aww. I this, love my mom. I do too. And and this is airing on Mother's Day, airing like it's a live radio thing. It's coming out on Mother's Day. So some of you may be listening to it day of, if you are. Why aren't you spending time with your mom? Why are you listening to this podcast? Turn the podcast off. Go spend time with your mama. Or listen to the podcast with your mom. Hey, there you go. If your mom likes the podcast and you like the podcast, or if your mom likes the podcast, maybe she's making you listen to it with her. I'm, I'm looking at you, Mary Miller. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to have a little fun today, and, uh, and we're going to get into that in just a second. But first, uh, I just want to say something else. I am asking a favor for you got from you guys out there. We haven't asked this for a while, but I want to ask this favor. I know not everybody uses Apple products, but if you can, if you do, do us a favor, go over to the Apple Podcast app or iTunes on the computer for podcasts. Find the Apple Podcast. Give us a rating over there. It's a star-based rating. Uh Five stars means we're okay. Four or less means you don't even listen. So th- that's how you get started. No, no just kidding. <laughs> it's a it's a five star rating system. But actually, the stars are great. But what I really love, love, love is when you guys give us some feedback over there, and then it pops up so everybody can see it. Hopefully, it's positive. But look, I'm not bribing you. I mean, I could, but I no, I really can't. But I just want you to be honest. But. Uh, but yeah, any kind of feedback is is welcome, and positive feedback is uh, welcome even more. So <laughs> anyway, if you get a chance to do that, that would be awesome. Also, don't forget about the Fantastic Cruising community over on Facebook, where you can meet like-minded cruising individuals and lots of fun stuff. We get a lot of posts having to do with under-the-sea creatures and creatures in general. And Why would that be? I know. Scuba diving. Crazy. Right. So it's as if we like those things. As if, as if. So head on over there. Make sure you look for that. Also, uh, we haven't had any videos come out too recently on Fantastic Studios, but we have some in the pipe. So hopefully we'll be getting those out fairly soon. And uh, make sure you're subscribed over there. Fantastic Studios over on the YouTube. That was a lot, Matt. Did you miss anything? I don't think so. Cool. So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about butterflies. Butterflies. And unicorns and rainbows and dragons. I don't think you have the right podcast. Oh. That's your other podcast you do. <laughs> the one that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like I was going to say butterflies, but they do exist. But unicorns and dragons and well, rainbows exist too. No, I, never mind. What are we really talking about? We're talking about... How to be a good shipmate. Or how to be a not-so-good shipmate. Yeah. Let's define this first, what we mean by a shipmate, because this could be a few different things. And and the 
the things we're going to talk about might be applicable in different situations, some only in certain ones, others all the way across. So uh, a shipmate is somebody, obviously, that you are sailing with, uh, I would say, on a cruise, since this is a cruising podcast. It could be somebody that you are sharing a cabin with. It could be somebody that you are going on like a, a family or friend cruise with. It could be people you're going on a group cruise with. It could just be other cruisers that you happen to be cruising with that you don't know. Some of these will apply to, to all those pieces. Some of them will apply to all those pieces. But uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. How can you be a good shipmate or a bad shipmate? And how do you kind of, you know, if you're thinking about going on a cruise and you're trying to figure out who you're going to cruise with, maybe you can make some choices that could make the experience better or worse if that's your desire <laughs> for everybody. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Let's jump in. Splash. Don't you mean dive in? Let's dive in. Splash. Let's dive in. So what we've done is we've broken it up into some basic categories. Not everything fits well in a box, but we tried to put things in a box just to help us kind of organize our thoughts. And the first category we have is the planning phase of the cruise. And also let me say before we go any further that I have had extremely good luck with shipmates that I've sailed with intentionally. Not, I've had a few exceptions that I didn't, people I didn't know that were on a cruise that were just strangers. But all the group cruises, all the personal cruises that I've gone on, um, I've had really good shipmates. So if you are one of my former shipmates and you're listening to this and goes, he talking about me? Well, Look, first of all, no, I'm not talking about you. Second of all, if you were thinking that I might be talking about you, maybe you should look at what kind of shipmate you are. But uh, it wasn't me referencing anybody that I know personally. Does that make sense? Are you talking about me? Uh, no, we just covered that. Oh, I know. So the first section that we have is is, like I said, it's called the planning phase. And so this is about... Getting ready to go, getting ready to book the cruise, getting ready to make your plans. And one of the first decisions that you will make is going to be who you're cruising with. Whether it's that special someone in your life, whether it's your mom, happy Mother's Day, or whether it's just some friends, or maybe you're going on a group cruise and you might not be able to choose. But if you can choose, this is when it's going to happen. So what kind of things do you need to take into consideration as a cruising shipmate or as for the shipmates that you decide to cruise with? So I think having similar budget expectations is probably a big one there. It is a big one. You don't want to be thinking, I'm going to go on the, um, the Paradise, Bahamas Paradise cruise, and they're thinking, I'm going to go on uh, Disney. Because those are very different experiences. Very different. And they're very different price points. Very different. You want to be way closer than that. So one of the first things you want to do is, is talk about budget. And when you talk about budget, you don't want to just talk about the price by itself. You want to talk about what the expectations are for what you're getting for that money. Because somebody might say, well, my budget is $600. But... I only want to sail on an upper level ship, you know, like princess or celebrity or, or something like that. 
Or they may be like, look, I want to go as cheap as I can, not the Bahamas paradise, but I want to go like on the cheapest cruise I can get, but I want to make sure I get at least a five night cruise. So you want to iron that budget out first. And if you're not synced up there, you might want to consider cruising with somebody else. But figure that out before you go cruising. Okay, what's next? You also want to make sure that you have the same itineraries in mind. Now, uh, for a lot of people, they may not be super specific. They're like, well, I want to go on a cruise. The first thing they might not think of is, I definitely want to go to these islands. Boom, done. Like, they might. Maybe you do. But. Right, but we're thinking like, like you want to go to Alaska and I want to go to Grand Cayman. Right. So obviously we're not talking about the same vacation at all. This is a totally different cruise. I mean, even, even like maybe somebody's like, I really want to do Western Caribbean and I want to do Eastern Caribbean. I mean, even that can be pretty different and there could be several different itineraries within each of those. And definitely, yeah, if you're going if you're thinking Alaska or, or Europe or something like that, this is way different stuff. So you want to make sure that, um, that you know who you're cruising with and what do they want? Cause look, most of us only get to go on a cruise maybe once a year, maybe twice a year. Some people may only get to go once every five years. So you want to, yeah, you want to be somewhat cooperative with your shipmates that you choose at the same time. This is your vacation. And you don't get a whole bunch of these. So you want to make sure that you are doing something that you really want to do, especially if you only get to go once every five years. So sync up your itineraries. What else we got? Um, So next we have cruise line preference. So you kind of mentioned that like with budget, it's, it's kind of a similar thing, but it's like, like if we're cruising with someone that only cruises Norwegian, and we're like, I only cruise Carnival. There might be some problems. Yeah. Are you a cruise snob? Are you <laughs> Are you loyal to Royal? Are you, uh, are you, I don't know what would be the equivalent to Carnival or Celebrity. Are you, I, I can't think of anything. But anyway, <laughs> if, if you are one of those people or you think your shipmate is one of those people, you want to make sure that both of you are comfortable at finding a cruise line that everybody can be okay with if you can't then that's probably not going to be a good shipmate sync up right there oh i shouldn't say the word sync when i'm talking about ships right <laughs> it'd be a sink down anyway it wouldn't be a sink if you sync up that doesn't even make sense sync up say i guess it's s y and so anyway yes make sure you're in line with the same cruise line stuff yeah all right what's next Uh, How much lead time do you want? So when you book a cruise, some people, they want to book a cruise for next month. Some people can't do that. Some people want to book a cruise for two years from now. Some people want to book a cruise for six months from now. There's different reasons why. uh, Economic reasons, time off reasons, um, impatience reasons. (laughs) But, you know, if you're going to start planning a cruise you got to be on the same page. I mean, honestly, this one's probably going to take care of itself because if I want to go on a cruise and I, and I want to plan out 
a year and a half in advance. And uh, Kimber wants to go on a cruise, but she wants to plan out two months in advance. Well, right right away, we're going to have some problems. So Because we're going to go on a cruise in two months, because I doubt you're going to turn <laughs> that down. Well, that that is true. But I was just <laughs> being hypothetical. Oh, okay. So yeah, so make sure that when you're when you're looking for your your shipmates, you want to make sure that uh, that you have that same thing in mind. And look, it's something you can get past because what if you do have the person that wants to plan out a year and a half in advance, and you want to do six months in advance, but you really want to cruise with that person? Well, you know, there's no reason why you can't plan the one for a year and a half out, but then go on two more before then if you can afford to do that. <laughs> so. You know, you but you got to think about these things. This this is what a good shipmate does. They think about these things and uh, and they consider them right up front at the beginning, so that way you don't get you know tetchy or anything. Tetchy, you like that? I like that word. Tetchy. tetchy. Yeah. I feel like we had a conversation about that word the other day. I it's one of my words. Like, like scritch. Scritch wallop tetchy. Yeah, but wallop is like normal. Tetchy and scritch. Tetchy is a word. I I really question. Tetchy is a word. Okay. And scritch is a word too. Okay. I know it is. If you are from Missouri. No, it's not a Missouri word. I never said it when I lived in Missouri. It's a word. It's a word. <laughs> What's next? Next, cabin type and location desires. So this one could be important if you're staying in the same cabin or if you're cruising with somebody and you want to be near each other or not near each other but what what do we mean by cabin type and location design so like like there are some people that are like i only cruise balconies and then there are some people that are like i don't care what i cruise in as long as i'm on a ship and or or like our cruise in october like we're going with you know a few other people and you know we decided to all get balconies together what if what if a balcony is too expensive for one of the people you're going with? That sort of thing. So you want to make sure that you're kind of lined up there. Yeah, it does come down to budget. And not, not only whether you can afford it, but whether you think there's value in it. So for us, if we were just cruising for ourselves, yeah, a balcony is great, but not really all that necessary. And if I can save $500 a piece or $300 a piece, I might do that. Uh, depending on the on the cruise and everything, whereas if I'm cruising with people like we're doing in October, um, having those balconies right next to each other is awesome. It's amazing. It's a super enhancement to the cruise, and so it makes it worth it. But we all agree with that, so it works out for us. Uh, if if we were cruising with people and they wanted to stay um, on the first possible level they could the lowest level they could stay on and we wanted to stay on the highest level well that might be okay but you have to understand that if you're trying to hang out with these people if you're trying to do things with these people this can be a major um, hurdle because oh i'm going to run back to the cabin and get dressed for dinner oh i'm going to run back to the cabin and then we'll, we'll meet up well now if i got to go knock on your cabin door i got to walk how far to get to you so uh for most people, I think good shipmates are going to want to stick at least close to each other. Even if, you know, if somebody wants an interior, somebody wants a balcony, maybe you can go across the hallway or something like that. But you got to think about these things. Be a good shipmate. Make sure that you, you consider the cabin type and, and plan it out. What's next? Well, that leads into the next one, which is good communication. So all these things we're talking about, to be a good shipmate, 
you got to be able to communicate with your with your other shipmates, communicate with your friends, communicate with your family. And even if you're doing a group cruise, especially if you're the one organizing it, you want to make sure that you can communicate with everybody in the group cruise so that you know what everybody's expectations are. You're not guessing. You're not finding out later that somebody was all, you know, got their panties in a bunch because of something that you didn't even think would be important. You want to definitely have that communication going from the get-go. Okay, so next is you want to think about like onboard extras. So do you want the drink package? Do you want the key or faster to the fun? Because some, like if you're if you're sharing a cabin, some of those you have to get together. Like the drink package, everybody in the cabin has to get it. Or um, Same with faster to the fun. Okay, so... I mean, you pay one price so, for everybody in the cabin. Yeah, so if you're sharing a cabin, you have to think about those things. If you're not sharing a cabin and you're just going with other groups, then maybe maybe those aren't as important. But definitely if you're sharing a cabin, you got to think about those things. Well, and also consider this. If you're going with another group and they get the drink package and you don't, well, what are they going to be doing most of the time? Drinking. And what are you going to be doing most of the time? Not drinking. Right, so that you're not necessarily going to sync up. And that, there, I did it again. You should See? stop saying sink. You're not gonna, you're not gonna match up very well. You're not gonna mesh together very well. A- another thing, this this actually did happen to me on a cruise, and uh, this is no diss to the people we cruise with. We didn't think about what kind of scenario this would be, but cruised on the Vista, got one of the Havana Cabana things, right? So that means you get this access to this whole private space, and we had a nice know area outside of the cabin like a little patio area which was nice except for the neighbors which were terrible that's some bad shipmates that there they were hostile but anyway um the problem is that our friends they got a cabin in a different part of the ship and they had a balcony because basically the havana cabanas weren't available when they booked no fault of theirs no fault of ours but what happened was We paid extra money to have a Havana cabana, and then we didn't get to use it. We didn't really get to go into the Havana area, and we didn't really sit outside, partly because of our neighbors who were terrible, but partly because, you know, it just wasn't practical. And uh, and that wasn't their fault. It wasn't our fault. It's just something we didn't think about, we didn't consider. So you want to consider those kind of things when you're choosing your shipmates and make sure you're on the same page and that you sync up. What's next? Next is lead, follow, or team format. Team effort. Not format, effort. What do you mean by that? So this is what I mean. Okay, so some people are planners. They are go-getters. They are making a list. They're checking it twice. And other people are like, I don't want to make any choices. I don't want to make any decisions. I'm just going to do whatever you do. And then other people, they want to take some responsibility, but they don't want to be in charge of everything now this can be really tense if you don't have the right type of shipmate if you are uh i want to take charge i want to be captain clipboard and plan everything out and your shipmate is the same idea you're probably going to butt heads there's probably going to be some tension there at the same time if you're both like I just want to do whatever everybody else is doing. I don't want to make decisions and choices. Well, now you're going to probably have some problems too because now you're going to be sitting around going, well, what do we do now? I don't know. What are we going to do now? Because nobody's willing to make to step up and make a choice, make a decision. Uh, 
you may need to do find a team effort. Maybe you want to say, hey, look, let's talk about this. Let's have some meetings about it. You know, a little Zoom meeting, those are trendy right now. And we're going to figure out what we're going to do. We're going to work on it together. We're going to come up with our compromises. We're going to come up with our, this is when we're going to do stuff on our own, all that sort of thing. But you want to make sure that that whoever you're cruising with is okay with whatever personality you have and vice versa. So you, you want to, you know, sync up. Sync? Yes. Or swim. Swim up. I don't swim know. Treadboard. Link up. Link up. You want to link up. Like um, now now you got me thinking about Nintendo games. Zelda? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought too. I held my sword up in the air. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about dragons. Why not throw in, you know. You're going to drag on and on about that. Okay. Okay. What's next? We have one more planning phase thing to bring up. What yeah, is it? So um, you need to decide if you want to do excursions or not. If you want to do excursions together. What kind of excursions you want to do. Yeah. And, and it, this is, all these things are very subjective. They're all very tailored to who you are and who your shipmate is. Maybe I want to do an excursion at every port, because I probably do want to do an excursion at every port. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't want to do any excursions. Or maybe you only want to do an excursion at one port. Well, look, as long as you guys are okay with that, like, hey, on this this port, you go do your thing. We're just going to stay on the ship or we're going to stay in the port. If you're okay with that, that's a good shipmate scenario. If you're like, no, I don't want to do anything on this day. And if you do something, I'm going to be mad about it. That's a bad shipmate. Don't be a bad shipmate. Okay. Figure this out ahead of time. If you absolutely cannot stand to be apart from your shipmate, then you need to make sure you're, uh, you're figuring out what the compromise is on things like excursions otherwise you know there's going to be anger and resentment and hostility i say good shipmates know that the best value in a cruise is to let people do as much as things that they want to do as often as they can and still have those those meetup moments those that time together that that uh, and if you happen to want to do all the same things then great but if you don't then that's okay. It's all right, people. You don't have to be with these people 24 hours a day for the seven-night cruise. You can do things separate. It's okay. I know. It's okay. You mean you want to do excursions without me? Well, see, one of the reasons why you are the perfect shipmate for me is because I can really not even think of a scenario where we would be very far apart on what we wanted to do in a port. Aww. I mean, you want to go scuba diving? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's like been our quote for the week. <laughs> yes. Yes. And maybe we will. We went to a dive shop today and we went to three dive shops today. And uh, um, yeah, we found some options we didn't know we had. So that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the next section, which is traveling to the port and embarkation day. So what's the, what's the things on our list here? What's one of them on our list? So the first thing we have is, when are you getting to town? When are you getting to town? Yeah, so if you're flying in, are you coming in the day of? Are you coming in the night before? Are you coming in the week before? When are you getting into town to go out on that ship? Oh, I see. Yeah, that is important. And, um, and, and you know, look, the reason why this is important is because if you are, if you are relying on 
whatever you're going to do and the other person being there, then that, that makes it super necessary for you to, to, you know, mesh on that. Because if, if the other person is like, Oh, I'm going to fly in the morning of, but you know, you're like, no way I'm going in the day before. Well, that could be a problem in, in some situations. Cause now do you have to wait for them to fly in? Like what I like to do, if I'm staying in a hotel, I like to get up at the crack of dawn and get to the cruise terminal as soon as I can, as soon as they'll let me, I'm going. But if somebody's flying in that morning, one, that's a really bad idea in my opinion, but two, uh, they're probably not going to be able to get to that ship for a while because they got to get off the airplane. They got to get their baggage. They got to get, you know, all these things. So um, you want to make sure that, you know, when the other person is arriving and make sure that, you know, when you guys are going to meet, because uh, if, if they don't care, if they're like, look, we'll see on the ship. Hey, that's great. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. And, uh, and we'll, we'll meet up on the ship. But I feel like most people don't do that. I feel like most people are going to try and meet up ahead of time. I mean, that's what we are going to do. That's what I've always done when I've cruised with people from out of town in, in October. You know, we're going to try We're going to meet up the night before. It might be a little late, but we're going to have that touch base moment. We're going to have that, that point of contact when we are together. We know everybody has arrived. We know everybody's okay. We know everybody's, you know, going to be ready to go the next day. So... Yeah. The other side of that is go with someone that you live near and fly together, drive together, and then you're just there. Well, yeah, if that works out, that's ideal. But I mean, that's, that's that's what happens when I cruise with you. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's <laughs> that's not always the scenario for people. You know, okay, like, what's next? Right. <laughs> I was just messing with you. <laughs> all right, so, so here's the thing, all right? So um, the next thing I have on, on the list is be ready to go when you're supposed to be. So... If you are meeting me at a hotel and I am waiting for you to go to the cruise terminal and we agreed that we were going to meet in the hotel lobby at 9 a.m., you better be there at 9 a.m. In fact, I prefer it if you were there at 8.55 or earlier because if you are not there at 9.02, I'm getting nervous and I'm getting worried. And I'm getting anxious. And you're going to go without me? I'm going to, I'm not going to go without you, but I'm going to be like, well, it doesn't, I know where you are, but, (laughs) but I'm going to be getting concerned. Are you going to be holding me back from getting on the ship early? Are you going to be holding me back from getting on the ship? So, you know, it's just common courtesy. If you say, let's meet up at this time, then meet up at that time. Sync up. (laughs) Sync? Sync up. Okay. All right, what's next? Next, we have when are you getting to the port? Kind of goes along with this, It right? does. So if you both want to get to the port early, then hopefully that means you're all ready at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, some people like to roll in around noon and they don't have to wait in any lines. They don't have to worry about it. Other people are like, as soon as I step on that ship, my stress level goes down and my cruise vacation has begun. And that's the camp I'm in. And so it's it's not wrong to be in that other camp. But, uh, you know, if I'm cruising with people that have that attitude, I have no problem with that. But you know what? I'm going to meet you on the ship. If you're if you're like me, then we can meet up beforehand. Okay. I'm down with that. 
You're down with that? I'm down with that. I know what kind of person you are. You're a get me on the ship as soon as possible. Yeah, this this last cruise was actually the first one that I was I did that. All of my others I got on at like twelve, twelve thirty. What? Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. I didn't I didn't realize. You didn't realize that you could get on earlier? Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it depends on... I mean, like you had to choose your time. Right. And and sometimes they stick to that. That may be something they'll be sticking to more in the future because of the situation with uh, coronavirus and stuff. But uh, but in the past, <laughs> most mostly they didn't stick to that. Now, I will say there's a reason they do that. And so, um, you know, I try and honor that a little bit, but also... That gives me motivation to get faster to the fun or to get the key or to uh, make sure I get my reservation in early so that I can get that earlier check-in time. So, yeah. Now, speaking of getting into the port, where are you going to park? Are you Ubering in? Are you taxiing in? Are you taking a shuttle from a hotel? Are you driving? Um, You got to figure that out. How many people are driving? Is everybody going to fit in one vehicle? You know what, what we're going to do in October, and we've done this in the past when I've cruised with Charlie and Bev and my mom, is we're staying in Fort Lauderdale, but we're cruising out of Miami. But that's just where it's close to the airport, and that's what they're flying into that Friday evening. And so we found a service, well, by we I mean Charlie, found a service that is basically our own private van shuttle. We pay a certain amount per person, and then they take us down to Miami. So... Um, we could, Kimber and I, we could drive and park at the port itself. Uh, it would cost us about the same, but I hate driving to Miami. And it's more fun to t- take the shuttle with everybody. And you don't have to feel rushed saying goodbye and, and whatnot. So, and um, we wouldn't have to get up as early. Like to drive well, over to Miami, we'd have to get up like early. Well, it depends on what time you want to get to the ship. Well, early. <laughs> but you want to make sure that you are synced up on that as well. <laughs> make sure you got that under control. Look, some of these things are are more about how to communicate with your shipmates. And others are going to be, as we get down the list, you're going to see some more that are more about being a good or bad shipmate. But a lot of, a lot of what we're seeing here is boils down to um, communication, right? Communicate, communicate, communication. That's right. That's right. The next one, though, is a little different. So what's the next one? Relax. Don't be crabby. That's right. Calm down. It's cruise day. You'll be on the ship soon. Every little thing is going to be all right. And, <laughs> and the most stressful times on the cruise for most people are embarkation and disembarkation. And embarkation is especially stressful for people who haven't cruised before or if you just went through a rough thing on the at the airport or traffic or something like that, everybody's on edge, everybody's tense, you got all these bags, relax. It's going to be okay. Don't be a bad shipmate. Take a breath. You're starting your vacation. It's going to be all right. Okay, so have, a, have that positive attitude. You're going to see this come up later on as well. Having a good attitude. Uh, look, I, I firmly believe that a lot of our happiness we make ourselves. I mean, we can't control everything, and certainly it's easier for some people to be happy than others because of scenarios that they have. But in general, 
I think that that happiness is something that you make for yourself. And uh, and so make it for yourself. You make me happy. Oh, there you go. You make me happy, too. Oh, I thought you just said you make it for yourself. Well, yeah, but okay. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) What's next? (laughs) Don't forget stuff. Yeah, come on. Don't be that person that forgets things. Because then you got to go to the store and then you got to buy the stuff or you got to go to the ship and you got to buy the stuff. Or you got to borrow it from me. And you know what? Nobody has time for that. I almost borrowed your socks on the last one. (laughs) It's a little different if you borrow from me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, look, obviously, if if my buddy needs something, I'm, I'm there for you. But try not to be in that situation. But just don't. Yeah. You know, plan out, pack out, check, double check, triple check, you know, try not to forget anything. Uh, be a good shipmate. Try and think about things that uh, everything that you're going to need. Go through it very carefully. And if you forget something, you forget something, whatever. But this is more for, I think, like this is more for myself. Like I don't want to be a bad shipmate. I don't want to forget anything. If my friend forgets something, I'm probably not really going to be that upset with them. But I'm going to feel bad if I forget something. So don't be a bad shipmate. Don't forget stuff. What else we got? Bring cash for transportation and tips. Yeah, don't make me flip the bill for your porter and the cab. It's only a couple dollars. Yeah, right. Right, it's a couple dollars. With the you know, yeah, make depending be, on what you got going on. Be prepared. I think that's what we're talking about here. Be prepared. That's right. That's Lion King. Yes, it's also the Boy Scouts, isn't it? I don't know. I was I was channeling my inner scar. <laughs> anyway, be prepared. That's all we're saying here. And uh, you know, remember you've got if you took a cab or a shuttle, you've got that going home too. So. You know, again, I I am, don't begrudge my shipmates if they forget their money and, and I and I got to shell it out or, or do the tip or something or on like the dive boat or the excursion boat. I don't mind if I have to. Oh, you forgot your money here. Let me put this 10 in. It'll cover you, too. I don't care. But if I'm the person that forgot it, well, now I feel terrible. You should. Thank you. I feel like a bad <laughs> I feel like a bad shipmate if I do that. So, well, it's one thing to like forget it for like one of those things, but if if you're forgetting it for all of them, I don't think you're forgetting it. No, that's that's uh, yeah, that's some bad shipmate right there for sure. Totally, totally. Now, do you know what this last one means, Kimbra? Because I wrote this one. Um, I can guess what it means, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. All right. Don't be a carry-on hero. Yeah. Is that like just carrying all your luggage on and not Yeah. not giving it to the porters? Look, I I'm going to I'm going to rip I'm going to rip the cruising community a little bit here. Cuz <laughs> there's a there's a thing that goes around where where people treat it like a challenge where they want to get they want to cruise without checking any baggage. They want to just do everything with carry-on. 7 night cruise, 8 night cruise. I'm only taking carry-on. <laughs> If you're going with me, I'm just telling you right now, I I am not waiting for you to get through the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting for you. And when we get on board, I'm not waiting for you to lug all your junk around until the room opens up. But I'm I'm just ribbing everybody a little bit there. Ribbing everybody? I don't know if that's even Ribbon? 
rip ribbon 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 ribbit ribbit frog i don't know if you want if you want to do the challenge then go for it but um but i i don't know i like like many competitions i just don't see the point so for me uh, i'm gonna do what makes the most sense now if i was going on like a three-night cruise and i didn't have scuba gear and camera gear i could probably do that and just bring like a backpack and i'd be comfortable and i get through security no no sweat what kind of cruise are you going on with no scuba gear well that's what i'm saying i, I i'm not so it's not going to work for me but if i was okay because not everybody bring, brings a whole dive bag and backpack of technology so for some people maybe they could pack light and really go through and do it but um but I know a lot of creators out there who try and do this. And I know you guys, I know you guys all too well. You are bringing all kinds of bags with you. Don't tell me you're not. And uh, I don't, I don't want to wait for you to get through security. That's all I'm saying. You, <laughs> you can be proud of your challenge. You can tell me all about it. You can, you can video the vlog and tell me about it then. But I don't want to experience it. So, <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to the room. Ooh. Yeah. So where are you going to spend more time on your cruise than any other place? The room. I hope not. No, you are. Because think about it. You're going to be in that room every night sleeping. Okay. Okay. So you're going to be in, you're going to be out of the room more than you're in the room, but you're not going to be in the same place all the time. Got it. Okay. And when you're in that room, if we're talking shipmates that you are sharing a cabin with, this is when you're going to be in the closest proximity to them. And this is when they are going to have the opportunity or you are going to have the opportunity to really shine or really just burn bridges right there. So what's the first thing on the list? Snoring. Are you a snorer? You are. <laughs> if you are a snorer and you are uh, with your shipmate, they may not thank you for it. Now, you may not be able to help it. Most of us can't. But if that's something that really bothers you, you may want to get a different shipmate. I know that's cruel, right? But what are you going to do? Uh, other things you can do is try and figure out why you snore and what minimizes your snoring and do those things. So for me, it's propping myself up on, um, on a couple pillows and getting like a, a, a wedged angle with me and that helps making sure I'm not sleeping on my back and that helps but uh you know try and be a little conscientious if you can help it or bring a pair of airplugs to give to your shipmate look at that that that's a great idea what a good shipmate so if you can't fix it for yourself help fix it for them that's right that's right there you go so th those are some options for you but be you know considerate of both the snorer <laughs> and the snorey <laughs> All right, what's the next thing on there? Being a space hog. Oh, you wrote this one. I did. I mean, I haven't experienced it. I'm just just thinking, you know, you got all these cabinets and drawers and space. Depending on what size room you've got, it might actually not be that much. But don't take all of it. There are more than one of you in the room. Yeah, don't be that person. You get in the room and you got... You go, okay, we got six drawers, we got four closet sections, we got two little cabinets, 
Split that up, man. I mean, if you don't need all of it, then donate it to your shipmate. That's generous. That's being a really good shipmate. But what you can't do is you can't just claim more than 50% of the storage space. That is that is bogus right there. You don't do that. Be be considerate when it comes to space and talk about it. Don't just, just don't just claim drawers without communicating with them. You know, say, "Hey, look, we've got these uh, four drawers here. Do you want two of these and I'll take the other two? Oh, do you have a preference for top or every other one or whatever? You know, communicate and uh, and figure out what's going to work the best for both of you. I feel like communication is has been in every every section here. You noticing that? Am yeah. I, are we communicating that to everybody out there? <laughs> what's next? I mean, that's not much different than anything else in life, right? Communication is so important. All right, next is don't be a room slob. Okay, I look, there's different ways to think of this. One is literally what I would call a slob, which means you're leaving like food and stuff around the cabin. Um, don't do that. I mean, if, if you get room service, contain your mess. Put it somewhere where it's easy for the room steward to get it. Put it, you know, if if the cruise line wants you to put it outside the door, do that. If they don't, don't. But don't just leave a plate here and a piece of toast there and you got an English muffin stuck to the wall. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's gross. Okay? That's gross. It's gross, right? <laughs> and then the, the other kind of room slob would be the one that just leaves like, you know, their wet clothes hanging in the shower. And you get up to take a shower first and now you got 25 pounds of swimsuits hanging on that little thin line. And you, what are you going to do with that? You got to deal with that. So so be considerate of where you put your stuff and don't just leave it all laying about. And also for the room steward, again, they got to come in there and clean your cabin. They don't need to dodge your underwear on the floor. They don't need to have to pick up your smelly socks off the bed. Put that stuff away. Get a laundry hamper. Bring it along with you. Take care of your of your steward and uh, and keep the room tidy for your for your shipmates. That's the room slob. So I just imagined you like like dodging underwear like a video game, like running through and like, oh, underwear <laughs> this way. Oh, underwear that way. I don't ever want to play that game. No, me either. But that's what I imagined when you said dodging underwear. <laughs> Dod- and if it's dodgy underwear, it's even worse. Are you dodging dodgy underwear? <laughs> <laughs> that would bring a whole new meaning to the to the term winning streak, wouldn't it? Oh, Matt. <laughs> let's move on. All right. Let's make skid marks away from that. Oh, really? What's the next one? Plug greedy. I wrote that one. You know what I meant by that? Yeah. There's usually only like one or two plugs. Share them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you got Yeah. You got to work with. With your shipmate on that, so everyone has devices that they want to have charged. Right, and if you're a and if you're a creator, you probably got five more than everybody else. So, you know, if you're sharing with another creator, you gotta work that stuff out. So uh, everybody gets their their charging time in. You know, so that's that's a pretty simple one. Just be considerate, communicate with who's getting what, and all that sort of thing. Oh, here's one of my pet peeves. Getting ready time. Kimber, this is one of the reasons why I love you, by the way. Because your getting ready time is like almost as fast as my getting ready time. 
So you're saying I'm like a man? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, I get it. I get it. A lot of you females out there, you got to take three hours to get ready for um, formal night or regular dining or going to the pool or going to the show or breakfast breakfast or going to the <laughs> swimming pool or what whatever i get it i get it but my goodness do you really have to take that much time every day you're on vacation okay you don't need to look like a supermodel every night of and every day of the cruise like consolidate your time a little bit i get it on formal night and the other thing is um uh, if you if you do have somebody who's like that then they need to be considerate that you're going to go do something else while they're <laughs> getting ready because uh, i don't want to sit around and watch you get ready for three hours i got other things i could be doing and uh and they need to be okay with that so so here's the other side of that is i'm i'm gonna throw out my friend ashley here so Uh-oh. ashley is one of those people Ashley, if you're listening to this, this is not a diss on you because this is a great thing that you do. Ashley is one of those people that will take a couple hours to get ready, but she doesn't wait to get ready until we are both up and then start getting ready. She actually sets an alarm to get up early to start getting ready, knowing that we are going to get up and start doing things at a certain time. That's a good shipment yeah. right there. So Ashley, good on you and thank you. Because nothing irks me more than you both wake up at, say, 8 in the morning and you're anxious to get up and eat breakfast, but you can't because the other person's going to take two and a half hours. And by that time, breakfast is closed and you've just been sitting there hungry the whole time. That's all I'm saying about that. All right. So getting ready time. Now, next is don't be rude to the steward. That's, I mean, that goes without saying, right? Yeah, just don't be rude. Don't be a jerk. These people work hard. They don't get paid that much. They are busting their butts for you. They make your bed like four times a day. And you know what? Even if you get a bad steward, even if you get a steward who just doesn't seem like they are really doing, giving it their all, still, don't be rude to them. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what's happening with this person. Maybe they're having a rough patch and they don't get downtime like we do. So get, cut them a little slack. All right. I mean, I'm not saying don't address issues. I'm just saying be respectful and don't be rude about it. That's all. All right. Next we have no poopery. Yeah. Don't. In other words, the person that's not using the poopery. <laughs> yeah, make sure you use poopery. Poopery should be mandatory in all cruise cabins. Uh, if you're not familiar, this magical substance is sprayed on the toilet, on the water, before you make your deposit. And then what it does is it miraculously, actually it's just, I think it's oils, and it traps some of the gases that would expel from said deposit into the very small confined space of the cruise cabin and linger for hours. Now, I know some of you think that your poop doesn't smell, but it does. I got news for you. It all smells. And uh, you're eating probably a lot on a cruise. You're eating a lot of fatty foods on a cruise. You ain't, you ain't putting talcum powder in the potty, okay? So use the poopery. 
Don't be a bad shipmate. Be a good shipmate. Use the poopery. <laughs> All right, what's next? We have one more for the room, and that is don't be a germaphobe. You know, like, I get you want to be, especially right now, you want to be careful and, you know, people want to go in and maybe they want to, I don't do this, but maybe you want to go in and and maybe I'll do it in the future. You want to clean things up, but don't go overboard, like, (laughs) overboard, see what I did there? (laughs) You know, be reasonable. Don't, you don't have to clean every time you go into the cabin. That would just get really annoying. I, I've never experienced this. I just imagine there are people out there that do this. And if I was with one of them, I think by like day four, I'd be hiding their Lysol wipes from them. You think it'd take four days? I, I mean, I'm a pretty patient guy. So I think I could probably deal with it for four days before I got like passive aggressive <laughs> and started like, you know, hiding stuff or I don't know. At the same time, don't be germy. Okay, there are real things called bacteria and you need to be aware of that, especially on a cruise ship. So wash your hands like the like the song says on Royal Caribbean. Wash your hands. Yeah, take care of your hygiene. Use the hand sanitizer. Don't leave your dodgy underwear in the middle of the floor. Right, so somebody could slip and fall. You know, don't, just, you know, find that happy ground. You want to be safe, but you don't want to spend your cruise cleaning every hour or every minute. Uh, but you also don't want to, you know, set it, set yourself up for a, a Petri dish kind of effect. All right, moving on, we have the wall aboard category. and um, And this is kind of things that might happen on maybe... Uh, a sea day. So those kind of activities we were referencing earlier. So what do we have on this one? Doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, this is where we're getting into the really, like a lot of the stuff we talked about so far have been just like choices you make, communicating, stuff like that. Some of these are, are personality types that you may want to avoid cruising with. If you're the kind of person that just doesn't want to do anything, or if you are your shipmate, potential shipmate is like that, it's going to have a negative impact on your cruise unless you're also like that. But yeah, I look, I, I'm all for like relaxing and, and chilling out. But if you want to sit in the cabin and sleep all day, uh, uh-uh, I'm not cruising with you. Or if I do, you're not going to see me very much. I'm not hanging out in the cabin unless I have a balcony. But other than that, I'm not hanging out in the cabin. It's not going to happen. Yeah. What's the next one? Next we have, doesn't want you to do anything. Right. So that's kind of what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. If you don't want to do anything, then maybe we can deal with that. But if you don't want to do anything and you don't want me to do anything, that ain't going to fly. Or the other side of that is, like, if I want to go do stuff, but I would prefer to do it with someone but the person I'm sailing with doesn't want to do anything, then I'm kind of stuck like, well, what do I do? Now I have to go do stuff by myself or sit here in the cabin and do nothing. Right, and that's not fair to them. If they don't want to do what you want to do, you can't force them or make them do that. It's their vacation too. So that's why you want to make sure that you have a shipmate that, you know, you have the same sort of expectations and Kind of, you know, talk about these things. Talk about this stuff. Communication. Communication. There you go. So you can sync up. 
We're all on board together. That's right. <laughs> What's next? Next thing we have, and this kind of goes along with it, somebody that sleeps all day long. I don't know why you would want to pay all this money to go on a cruise and sleep in the cabin all day. But I know some people do that. And if that's you, then, you know, go for it. But if you're cruising with me, again, you're not going to see me very much if that's what you're going to do. And uh, and that, that may not be, you may not be my ideal shipmate unless I'm merely using you as a way to save money on my cabin. <laughs> and generally speaking, that is not what I'm looking for in a shipmate. I want a little bit more. There's a reason I cruise with the people I cruise with, and that's because I genuinely enjoy their company. And if you don't genuinely enjoy the company of your shipmate, maybe you should reassess why they are your shipmate, you know, unless they're your spouse. And anyway, uh, all right. <laughs> okay. So what's the next one? Drinks too much. Oh, drinks and drinking too much. Yeah. Well, why would this be a problem? Well, I mean, I guess unless you're drinking too, you don't want to be, you don't want to be with that person that's like known as the drunkie on yeah, the ship. I don't want to deal with your drunk butt. I don't want to have to. And if you start puking or something, I don't know. I'm not your mom. And your mom shouldn't be doing that for you either. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. So so if you're a drinky person, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but just make sure that you're cruising with other drinky people and take care of yourself or have a plan and be okay with having that plan. Because if you cruise with me and I got to hold your hair over the toilet, I'm not going to be happy about that. Okay, if you puke on the floor in that small cabin with not very well ventilated air, I'm not going to be happy about that. I don't want anything to do with that. So, uh, yeah. Now, at the same time, if you are a drinky person, you probably don't want to cruise with somebody like me who is going to have, you know, maybe maybe a couple cocktails once or twice during the cruise. I'm not going to be your fun party person. And uh, and so you may not want to cruise with me for that reason. Or you need to be okay with saying, hey, we're going to be on the same ship, but we're really not going to be doing anything except for that one night for those few hours. Just think about that. <laughs> What's the next one, Kimbra? Next, we have complaints all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, look, I don't know. I haven't experienced this on a cruise, but I know people like this in my life. Uh, not necessarily like friends, but, well, I've had friends like this for sure. Who just complain? They're Eeyores. They just it, there's just some people that don't like anything. Yeah, they just can't make their own happiness. All they do is create rain clouds, and uh, the last place you should be doing that is on vacation. It's a vacation. It's a cruise. Yeah, have fun. And that's it's a good time. I promise. And that maybe of all the things we've mentioned so far, some tongue in cheek, some more serious. This one may be the most annoying. Like this one would maybe bother me the most of what we've talked about so far. Like I would rather you puke on the floor than complain the entire cruise. Because if you're going to do that, I don't, I don't have time for that. You're going to bring me down. If you start bringing me down on the cruise, we're going to have, we're going to have words. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of words, the last one we have for while on board is don't be rude to the staff. Like I said, with the steward, these people work hard. They work long hours and they don't need your attitude. 
If you are getting poor customer service, then you handle it in a professional manner. Do not be rude to the staff in front of me or you are going to get a bad shipmate award from me real quick. And I'm not going to want to cruise with you anymore. And one of the things that really twerks my buzzer, did I say twerk? You said twerk. Matt, please twerk when we're done with this. I am not going to twerk. Oh, yes, you are. No, I'm not going to twerk. One of the things that really annoys me is when people are ripping on the staff who are normally from other parts of the world and they're they're ripping them because they can't understand them or something like that. Look, it's one thing to like joke in a respectful way about that, but when I hear people like making fun of them, all I can all I can think is how many languages do you speak? Cuz you know, I speak one and I know a little bit of sign language and I know a few Spanish words and I can count to like 10 in French and that's it. And most of the people on the ship, they speak at least two, probably more languages. So if you're giving them trouble for that, I don't have any, I don't have any place for you in my shipmate catalog. And, and also being culturally sensitive as well, because that's another thing that'll That'll twerk my bell. Twerk. (laughs) (laughs) Be respectful of people. That's all we're saying. You know, appreciate that they're from other places and and you can learn from that. Okay, let's move on to dining. And uh, dining, this can be annoying. Somebody who is super, super particular. Like me? Like, no, you're not that bad. I am really particular, but... Because I try and be a good shipmate, I don't order the thing that kind of looks good and change everything. I find the thing on the menu that I can eat that I don't have to change things. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the way the main dining room works, a lot of times the kitchen is nowhere near where the servers are bringing the food. And that stuff is like, it's basically like made on an assembly line. If you want something like minus onions... That's actually sometimes a major, major ordeal and can be very stressful and cause all kinds of problems in the main dining room. So as much as you can, try not to be a super picky eater. Order stuff that you can eat, you know, pick your own onions off, things like that. Unless you have like an allergy or something like that, then uh, do them a favor. And also, I don't know, it's embarrassing to me when somebody orders something (laughs) in the main dining room and they... And, they don't, and I don't mean just somebody who's like, hold the onions. I mean somebody who's like, I want this this way and that this way, and I want to substitute this for that. Because they're going to probably accommodate you because they're awesome with customer service. But I'm just cringing the whole time because I know the ordeal you are causing and putting them through, and that's not cool. So, you know, be respectful of that as well. Now, what else we got on here? Next, we have... Eating too much. Yeah. I mean, look, we all do it, right? Yeah. Like it's a cruise. You've got food available to you all the time. But if you literally eat too much, you're not going to want to do anything. You're going to be tired. You're going to be one of those other people that we talked about before. (laughs) One of those other people. (laughs) And and you're probably not going to feel well. So this one is a, um, this one is a bad shipmate for your own good. (laughs) More than... More than for me, it's for you. Right. And and look, I am certainly guilty of this one, especially the first couple cruises I did. I ate way too much. Did you eat way too much on your first cruises? No. 
No? Really? I, ate, I ate the proper amount. Oh. Okay. Well, you are an anomaly, I think, because I think a lot of people overeat, especially on their first cruises. And, and I'm not saying not to eat. Eat some food. You're on a cruise. But know your limitations and don't make yourself miserable and thereby maybe making other people miserable. But mostly don't make yourself miserable because that makes you a bad shipmate. What's next? Don't be a food waster. What? Look, look, I know you can order you can order three of the of the main entree, you can order five appetizers, you can order seven desserts. And if you're going to eat it all and you're not going to fall into the overeating tired thing, go for it. But don't order everything and then take a bite and then just waste it. That's wasteful. It's not cool. It's a bad shipmate. Don't go to the buffet and get half a plate full of seven different things. I don't know how you do that. But, you know, <laughs> and then you go back and you try a bite of one thing. If you want to try things, go up and get a little little bit of helping of everything you want to try. And then eat it. And then go back up and get what you really want. But don't be, don't be a food waster. It's just irresponsible. And uh, if you're with me, I'm going to be a little put off by it. I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes, now look, sometimes you get something and it's gross and then you don't eat it. I'm not going to judge you for that. Okay, that happens to me sometimes. I'm just saying, if you're doing that every night and you're ordering all this extra food and you're not eating it, I'm going to judge you a little bit. I am. What do we got next? Well, you wrote the next one, so I'm going to let you take that one too. Food sharing. This is what I got. Food sharing. Order your own darn food. I have to use words like darn because my mom listens to this. But here's Happy Mother's Day. But here's the thing. <laughs> we should, you should make it a drinking game. Every time we say Happy Mother's Day, you take a drink. It, now, we should have said this at the beginning. I know. Though. We'll just go back and re-listen. My mom doesn't really drink, so it won't work for her. She but can drink water. She, that's, that's effective. <laughs> anyway, I, this is what I'm saying. Okay, I order an appetizer, and it looks delicious to me. Somebody else at the table doesn't order that appetizer and they want to try mine. Okay, you know, that's fine. Don't be doing that every night, every appetizer. I want all that appetizer. If you want that appetizer, order your own dang appetizer. Don't eat all my food. That's all I'm saying. So we can't share a cheese plate. No, if this is the communication part. A cheese plate is usually something I get in addition to my regular appetizer. <laughs> and so it's a good thing to share. If we're getting an appetizer to share and we've communicated that, I'm all for it. I'm in favor of that because that way I can try three or four different appetizers without filling myself up. Well, maybe not four, but three, two maybe. And uh, but if But if I ordered one thing and then, oh, let me try. Oh, let me try. Oh, let me try. No, get your own. Get your own. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. What else we got? Next we have late to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're thinking like like people being late to your table and then you have to wait to be served and right. this is MDR stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm I agree with that. Yeah, that's a bad shipmate. If you are making me wait especially if it happens over and over again for reasons that could be avoided. I mean, especially at dinner time, because usually you're hungry. Right. Well, if it's at the buffet at lunch or even at the buffet at dinner, 
I can go get my own food. I don't have to wait for you. But if we're eating at the MDR, they will wait sometimes until everybody is there to start taking your order. It's really annoying when you're sitting with strangers and they don't show up or they just don't show up. They show up late or they don't show up. And then they're waiting. It's uh, you know I've had to tell waiters or ask them, please, can you go ahead and get ours started? Because I don't know if these people are coming or not. Um, and they don't like to do that because it kind of throws them off their rhythm. But you know, at some point, they you know something's got to give. And what would avoid all of that is don't be a bad shipmate. And if you are not going to come to dinner and you know it, you know let let somebody know. Sometimes you can't help but do that. I get that. But if you are definitely supposed to you know if you're like friends of mine eating at my table uh don't be late i mean not on purpose everybody's late sometimes but not on purpose not things you could avoid let's say that okay what's next here's the other thing and i have run into this on a group cruise with somebody that was not really supposed to be a part of the group cruise i don't think i don't know but you know what they always say don't talk politics or religion if you want to stay friendly with people and maybe no time that's more relevant than now (laughs) so uh don't don't bring it up unless you are really close to me and we talk that on a on the regular and even then on the cruise maybe not but don't bring that up and if you're just a stranger sitting at the table if you're on a group cruise and you don't know me that well don't be talking politics and religion because guess what? There's a good chance I don't agree with you on one or both of those things and I don't want to hear about it. So, um, yeah, it's not the time for that. It definitely turns the situation kind of awkward and weird. Yeah, and I've seen that I've seen that happen with, like, strangers sitting at, at a table. And, uh, yeah, it's just, just don't do it. Just don't do it. You're on vacation. Push those things out. You don't need to be talking about controversial whatever. Have fun. Relax. And enjoy. Now, we have one more category, and that is general. And so what have we got in here? So constantly comparing to other lines, ships, ports, excursions, and so on. Have you experienced this? I don't think I have. You probably haven't because you've mostly cruised with Carnival with Carnival people. Yeah. I think, I feel like when I was on the Liberty, I did have, a, there was a couple that said that the cruise we were on was completely different than others, but like in a better way. So like they had cruised on the Liberty multiple times and it was always a better experience, probably because of time of year, because the cruise that we went on was that cold one. <laughs> so they they said that it was is kind of a different different experience so it wasn't in a bad way kind of comparing yeah i get i get sick of it like i get sick of people who are like well you know if we were on this ship it this would this wouldn't be here and we'd have this option and they wouldn't do this or you know well, I, this cruise line would never do that or blah 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 whatever i don't care i don't want to hear it while i'm on the cruise don't tell me about what i'm missing out on and how much better your other experience was because i don't want to hear it i'm trying to have fun on this cruise and i don't need you blasting the one i'm on the the other thing i hear this in a lot is diving and this this irks me really bad and i've experienced this so many times 
where I dive on a on a coral reef or something, and we and we finish the dive, and there's always somebody there. Not always, but I've experienced it, and they're like, "Well, that was that was a garbage dive. I I you know I dove in the Maldives, and it was way better than that." Well, yeah, you were in the freaking Maldives. I mean, what do you want? But you know what? It's still an amazing experience. You know what I would say to that? What? Then go back and dive there. Exactly, exactly. And and they say it sometimes they'll say it right in front of the dive operator, and I'm like, what What is wrong with you? Like, unless they were part of the problem, then shut up. Like, they can't help what condition the reefs in. But honestly, every time I've ever heard that, I've had a blast and had an amazing experience. And then they're like, you know, they're just people that just can never be happy. They just gotta always like one up, and I don't know. Anyway, don't be that person. Don't be a bad shipmate. That's a bad shipmate. I don't want to cruise with you for like that. The next thing we got in here is what? Similar energy level. Yes. Talk yeah. to us about similar, similar, why can't I say that word? Similar. similar energy level. Yeah. So I'd say this one kind of ties back to some of the other stuff. Like you don't want to be with somebody that's just kind of like blah, 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 blah. Unless you're like, blah, 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 blah. You know? <laughs> if that's who you are and that's who you want to be, then cruise with like-minded people. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if, I mean, so, look, like I said earlier, some people want to relax on the pool deck the entire cruise. And I, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that that's not my cruise. And so if you are that person maybe I'm not the right shipmate for you or you're going to have to deal with, and I'm going to have to deal with that. We're going to be doing different things for a lot of the cruise. So yeah, think, think about kind of consider that and what you're looking for in the cruise. What's next? Bad attitude. Maybe this could sum up a lot of these. This is kind of what we were talking about with, you know, the, the um, comparing and, and just the negative stuff. You're on vacation. I'm on vacation. I don't have time for your hissy fits. I don't have time for you. There's, you certainly shouldn't be hangry on a cruise. So <laughs> have a good attitude. Cruises are not always going to go the way that they were planned. Sometimes you miss a port. Sometimes the weather's not great. If, if you're going to let that ruin your cruise, if, if you're going to let little things ruin your cruise, you should look for another type of vacation that's more consistent. Cruising is not for you and definitely not for you to cruise with me because I try and I try and have my glass half full and I try and look for the best. Now, look, sometimes things happen and it's hard to see that, but in general, it's not. And you got to take a step back and you got to go, you know what? The worst day on a cruise ship is better than the best day at work. And, uh, and I'm on a cruise ship right now. So, you know, don't have a bad attitude. What's next? Next is always in a rush. Yeah. I said that fast because I was in a rush. <laughs> you are on a cruise. You have lots of time. You don't need to worry about, you know, chop, chop, get here, chop, chop, get there. Relax. Yeah, You're right. on a cruise. Exactly. It exactly. will still be there. I mean, show up to dinner on time. I'm not saying, you know, but at the same time, just relax. Just relax. What's next? Next one kind of goes along with a bad attitude. Maybe it's redundant, in fact. But, you know, sometimes I hear people that go on cruises and they were bored. 
Now, I don't know what kind of personality you have to have to be bored on a cruise. But if you are that personality, I don't want to be your shipmate because there is so much to do on the cruise, including doing nothing, which is still amazing on a cruise. So if you're getting bored all the time, then, you know, find a different vacation. Definitely don't don't cruise with me because we're not going to get along. I'm just telling you up front. Bad shipmate. And the final one. The final one is having different cruise goals or purpose. So what does that mean? What is what? 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 Does, we've been talking a long time. What does that mean? That means make sure that you and your shipmate have the same reason for going on a cruise or same goals for going on a cruise. Like, do I want to go on a cruise to to go scuba diving and exploring nature or do I want a cruise to just chill? Right. And you might be able to find a compromise. You might be able to find, in fact, that's what I like about cruising is it forces me to go outside of my nature and relax sometimes. But you better believe when I'm in port, I am all about finding that adventure. And if you are my shipmate and you're not about that, then one of us is going to miss out or have to be okay with the other person doing something different. And yeah, okay, it's nice that if you can, you know, do what your friend, do what your mate, do what your spouse wants, that's great. But again, most of us only get to cruise every now and then, maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, maybe once every five years. I only get three port stops, four port stops, that's not a lot of time for me to be able to do these things that I cannot do any other time. I can go eat any other time. I can go sit on a beach any other time. I can't scuba dive on a coral reef in the Caribbean unless I'm on a cruise or on some kind of vacation. And that opportunity is a very, very small window. And I'm not going to miss it. So if you have a problem with that, then you shouldn't be my shipmate and I shouldn't be your shipmate. And the same goes if you have expectations that I don't want to do. So uh, make sure you are aligned, that you are synced up with your goals and your purpose. Or, or go on a cruise with multiple people, multiple little groups and split off and do what you want to do. Right, exactly. And that is one of the best things about cruising with a small group because you can do that as long as people are okay with it. Like we'll probably do that in October. I'm sure. And and it'll be fine because we've done that before. You, me and Charlie will go scuba diving at one of those stops and everybody else will probably go do something else. Maybe there'll even be three different things that we're all doing because there's going to be like, what, two, four, six, six six (laughs) of us. So, you know, and, and maybe some places we'll all do things together. Some places... This group will do things. Some places this group will do things. And that's good. That works. That's good shipmates right there. Uh, but if, if if you don't have that size group or people aren't willing to be okay with that, then you're not going to be a good shipmate. But like I said, fortunately for me, I have really had good shipmates. And um, the ones that we are cruising with in October, I haven't cruised with one of them. But the other three I have, and uh, and they are my the favorite. The other three? You mean well, the other four? Well, I 
you're you're like a given. Okay. <laughs> the other three that we are cruising with is okay. what, is what okay. I was implying. All right. And they are my favorite shipmates of all. So uh, it it will it will be an amazing and awesome experience to cruise with them. Yeah. So so basically, what we're saying is, think about who you're cruising with. Think about who you are as a cruiser, and be a good shipmate. Find a good shipmate. It's a cruise. It's a vacation. Relax. Enjoy it. It'll be all right. Yep. Communicate. Communicate. And uh, and be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. So today's cruise creature is in honor of mothers everywhere, and especially my mom. What about my mom? I, well, it's for your mom too, but I don't. I don't know how she feels about this particular. <laughs> she probably doesn't like them. <laughs> so, uh, I, and and look, I'm probably going to spend more time on this animal or its relatives at some point down the road. But I just wanted to focus on the mothering aspect of this particular animal. And the animal I'm talking about is the American alligator. That's right. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. The American alligator is an awesome mother, considering that it's a reptile, which usually means that they just lay eggs or have the babies and that's it. It's usually where the mothering stops, but not for the alligator. Oh, no. Oh, no, not at all. This is how it works. Mama alligator has to prepare a nest. So what does she do? She finds some soft, uh, rotting vegetation. She builds up a mound. It has to be higher than the water level, even when the water level rises. So if she's in a wetland, you know, she's probably going to be building this nest uh, towards late summer when we get a lot of rain in Florida. She builds this mound up of, of dead grasses and things like that, and uh, it's all decaying material. She digs a hole in it, and she deposits her eggs inside this hole, and she covers it up. Now, American alligators, on average, probably have about 30 eggs, but they can have 70. They could have two. There's no, you know, doesn't have to be one or the other, but on average, it's probably around around 30-ish. She buries these eggs, and then she does something that even human mothers would be hard-pressed to do. She sits and she waits, and she protects that nest. She is so busy protecting that nest of baby alligators that for about two months, Mama Alligator typically doesn't eat any food. She may barely even drink any water. She just sits there, and if anything messes with her nest, she is going to come after it like a really angry Mama Alligator. And this is something you don't want to have happen. You don't want an angry mama alligator coming after you. It's one of the worst possible scenarios for you. Now, two months go by, baby alligators are ready to hatch. So what do they do? They're stuck. They're in an egg. They're under a bunch of like decaying materials that have been warming them up. So they have a little tooth on the end of their nose called their egg tooth. After they use it, they lose it. They shed it and it goes away. They don't grow it back. All their other teeth, they keep growing back. They cut a little slit in their leathery reptile egg and they get all, and then they can kind of poke their nose out of the egg, but they got all this stuff on top of them. They need help. They need a mama. So they call mom. They take out their cell phones. They dial the number. No, that's not right. They, they call mom. They make a sound kind of like this. Ew, 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 ew,
Now, Mama Alligator hears that sound, and what she does is she uncovers the nest. She picks those baby alligators up in her mouth and swallows them. No, she doesn't swallow them. <laughs> and she takes them down to the water, and she puts them in the water ever so gently. She goes back and gets some more. And then if there's an egg that is having difficulty, well, the egg's not having difficulty. If there's a baby alligator having difficulty getting out of the egg, Mama Alligator will pick that egg up. And with jaws that can exert probably over 2,000 pounds of pressure per square inch, she will gently roll that egg in her mouth to split it open so the baby can get out. She'll take that baby down to the water. Now she takes them down to the water because they're safer in the water. They have good camouflage in there and they're going to be able to find their food because they got to find food on their own. Mama alligators, they don't mess around. Kids got to fend for themselves, okay? But she will give them protection. There are a lot of things that like to eat baby alligators, birds, fish, mammals like raccoons and otters. A lot of things that they eat when they get bigger eat baby alligators. That's how nature balances out. But you know, out of 30 alligators, maybe 10 will survive. Maybe, maybe five. In order to ha- help that along, she will stay with those babies and they'll stay with her for sometimes six months, sometimes two years. Anytime they're in trouble, they make the you, you, you sound. And Mama Alligator will come to the rescue and she will give a big hiss and a growl and arch her back, and she will protect her babies until they're big enough to, to leave her and go off on their own. So that is our special Mother's Day cruise creature for you guys. And you can't see alligators if you're on a cruise, but you can see alligators before you get on your cruise if you're cruising out of Florida or Louisiana, maybe even South Carolina. So look for those next time you are leaving or coming back from your cruise. You painted such a scene for me. (laughs) I was just sitting here, listening, and envisioning all of that. Baby alligators. I have told that story a few times in my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up and head for the horizon. But until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week and have a fantastic Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, you know, Mother's Day isn't the only thing that we celebrated recently. What else did we celebrate? We celebrated one year of you and me. Aww. That was Friday, right? It was. So one year of you and me, and we are on episode 40. I know it might be different on iTunes because of an episode that got messed up. And Anyway, but that means that we are 12 episodes away from going a full year round on this podcast. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. 12 episodes away. That's not that many. That's like three months. Three months. And what is it? It's May? That would be in August. We started in August of okay. last year. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. And also, if you are a patron out there, you know that we did a patron meetup. We're going to, I think, do another one this Thursday. So not too late to join Patreon. Get in on that fun. We played some games on Zoom 
we played uh, Jackbox games. If you're not familiar with those, they're, they're fun, interactive games. Everybody plays with their cell phone or tablet, and we had an absolute blast. It was so much fun. So we're going to keep doing that, and uh, yeah, you can get in on that. All you have to be is any level of Patreon subscriber, and uh, you will be included in a very intimate and fun evening. Yeah, it's a new perk we thought we'd add on, and I think it was a good choice, and I think that we should continue doing it. 